Welcome back to the best book club in the multiverse. This is the latest session of the Geeksplain Book Club, where every single Friday, I, alongside my fellow caped crusaders, are going through every single issue of every single volume of Grant Morrison's Batman. This week, we are finishing off the Dick Grayson Batman and Damian Wayne Robin saga with Batman and Robin Dark Knight versus White Knight. This is issue 17 through 25, taking us all the way to the end of the series that Grant Morrison began. Why do I say Grant Morrison began and not the story that they finished? Because they're not writing this! In the end of this series, for the final nine issues... We got some new blood. We got a new creative team for each of these three arcs. The first arc, entitled The Sum of Her Parts, is written by Paul Cornell with art by Scott McDaniel and Christopher Jones. The second arc brings together the iconic team of Peter Tomasi and Patrick Gleason for Tree of Blood. And the final three-parter, the final three-issue arc is entitled The Streets Run Red and brings us... Judd Winnick, writing once again with art by Guillaume March, Andre Bresson, and Greg Tolcini. And I am joined by the only two people who I would trust to finish out my crime-fighting career before I handed the cape and cowl back to my predecessor. First off, he needs a non-Grand Morrison book written like a hole in the head. It's Jacob Brown. Hey, I'm an original villain that actually is very interesting. So I'm really proud about this. <laughs> I'm the hole in the heads, right? <laughs> That's her name. That's what you call it. Oh God. Um, and he is the guy who we thought was really silly, but then got super hunky in prison and now is just too hot for the book that he's being written for. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Malcolm scary. Russell Nelson. <laughs> Ooh, goosebumps goosebumps Hi. oh hey, man um, oh geez what's going on, guys? why do i have an urge to take off my pants now oh man <laughs> save that for after the podcast i know stop i already it. started oh lord <laughs> and i am the man who is uh about to clock out as batman i'm eric azana and Gentlemen, we are talking the end of the Batman and Robin series. What started with Grant Morrison and Frank Quitely is ending with essentially like an anthology volume of three <laughs> separate stories that don't really interconnect with each other by three separate creative teams. I don't understand the, the reasoning behind this. I mean, I'm assuming... Grant had to go on and write, start writing Batman Incorporated. That's what was taking mm -hmm. up their time. Mm -hmm. But like, then maybe just end the book. That's the thing. They could have ended the book. However, I think that this is a good tee up for what comes later with all of these characters. Fair enough. Fair enough. At least two of the three stories here. And then one of them just introduces a really interesting character that we'll never see again. <laughs> Great. <laughs> can't wait <laughs> but as we are going to go through this um we've got nine issues to cover so we're not going to be uh going blow for blow as we usually do uh, it's gonna be super truncated it's gonna be a little truncated though i do 
even though I was a little hesitant about reading this because it didn't involve Grant, I actually really enjoyed reading through most of this. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm excited to uh, to chat with y'all about it. Yeah. It's a fun volume. It is. It was. It's a fun volume. It was a very fun volume. There was a lot of like, um, it was very, this was as, it was really cool. These, these anthology writers, like it was an anthology story, basically of like a very Adam West anthology episode, basically. Yeah, absolutely. So I felt, yeah. Like this feels the most like Batman animated series. Totally yeah, I was going to say. Like this is like, yeah. this is like three two-part episodes from Batman animated series. Yeah, yeah. For sure. So the first story, as we discussed before, is called The Sum of Her Parts and takes place from issue 17 through 19. What are we missing? What do you mean? What are we missing? What are you talking about? What are we missing? What do you mean, what are we missing? What are we missing? The hole in things? Oh, God What are we missing? God damn it. Get the fuck out of here. I thought I thought you were going along with the bit. Oh, oh, I sorry. wasn't going along with the bit. You were being confusing. Oh man. <laughs> I guess Eric and I really didn't read this book apparently because because uh, Malcolm is the I only fuck. one that's like it's, already it's the making first page. Like... Yeah, yeah, it's the first page. I've got a Eric lot going like, on, what? Malcolm. I don't have time to remember a single page out of a nine-issue volume. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Batman and Robin are uh going through and fighting some cultists which is really interesting and i really dig scott mcdaniel's art hell yeah scott mcdaniel's a legend yeah. legendary think, nightwing artist legendary uh, nightwing artist i love mm-hmm. nightwing year one yep mm-hmm. and i love that he's drawing the dick grayson batman story here it's yes. truly like he gets to evolve with dick grayson which is awesome oh. uh and it look it looks like it's right out of that nightwing run like it, it, it's great looking great looking through issues and so batman and robin are trying to track down this the leader of this cult and they this cult was apparently discovered during this yacht heist where a woman named una nemo the coolest fucking name got cool uh, ahead and toppled off the yacht into the waters below her body was found a couple of weeks later and um Things have just gotten worse from there. Uh, So we see as the story goes on, um, this becomes kind of an examination on Bruce Wayne's effect on people, right? Because as we come to find out throughout these three issues, the perpetrator and kind of the leader of this, you know, so basically death cult is the girl. Una Nemo, Una Nemo. Una Nemo. who survived being shot in the head and now is this I don't I don't think I'd call her like a Bond villain but she like, feels a little she, Bond villain it's like she an old school gag. Bond gimmick yeah Fem, yeah she fatale. has a Bond gimmick for sure a femme fatale that's what uh, that's what they're called those Bond no, she, girls see, she Isn't feels it? like full on like Bond villain like you know like weeping blood villain. or you know yeah. anything or like, like that the, the uh, gimmicks, it's like funny. the uh, guy with the hat. I can never remember uh, his name. I was going to oh, say, uh, funny you... Baron Samedi? No, 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 no. The the short one. Uh, oh, uh, oh, shit. Um, I mean, Ajab. Ajab. Thank you. Yeah, yeah Ajab. Um, actually, she is 
so there is a Bond villain that actually is kind of has her backstory a little bit. It's in uh, Pierce Brosnan's The World Is Not Enough with um, uh, the guy, oh, what's his name? The guy who plays Rumpelstiltskin in- Oh my uh, God, you're right. Once Upon a Time. He yeah, has a what's uh, yeah. Yeah, right. he, yeah, yeah, yeah. he does. Yeah, yeah. I totally forgot he yeah. has a bullet in his head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, huh. and the woman he's working with is kind of like what she is a little bit, kind right. of uh, manipulating. Um, yeah, it's kind of a combination of both of those. Good call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good pull. Oh, yeah, there is actually that. Yeah. That's messed up. Yeah. <laughs> it sure is. But we find out that Unanimo's backstory is that she was a scorned lover of Bruce Wayne's, mm -hmm. um, who, in a manner of wrong place, wrong time, shot in the head during this yacht robbery and survived. However, no one knew that she survived. And so she was like, oh, I'm going to, you know, go to my funeral. I'm going to make a whole thing out of it. I'm going to show yeah. up. And she then thought she was going to Tom Sawyer it exactly yeah. and so she's like she shows up to her funeral first of all there's a body there that isn't hers yeah. yeah and second of all no one seems to miss her yeah and when she's like wait a second like me and bruce like bruce would surely show up bruce would be devastated by this he sent a little thing of flowers and what she doesn't know is that this is during the time when bruce is quote-unquote dead not only and dead the, he's being masqueraded as by thomas elliott yes. one of the best periods of that character maybe the uh, best period the of that best period yes. where yeah. the bat family is forcing Rush. him to perform as bruce wayne yeah so that that the is connection uh, between that's bruce and covered in the uh that's covered in the Paul Dini Batman uh, comics. Yes. Yeah. That's that. Uh, yeah, it's from Heart this. of Hush and going into Streets of Gotham. Fucking yeah. love Heart of Hush. It's so good. Heart of Hush, uh, one Heart of the of best Hush. Catwoman stories. And the yes. best Hush story. And the best Hush story. Yeah. Yes. And so this, this realization that no one really cares about her drives her insane. And she begins organizing all these people who were forgotten, all these people that were left behind. And she has become a full-on villain to enact vengeance on Bruce through this new venture of Batman Incorporated. Because now, as we know, Bruce has established Batman Incorporated as this global franchise. It's like, you know, when you see uh, Raising Cane's pop up in your town... And you know it's not the Raising Canes, but for your town, that is the Raising Canes. And then there's multiple, and you're just happy, because there's, and like, one happy. pretty close, just always. That's then, just but, like this. Yeah. Are you saying that she's a Kaniac? I'm saying she wants the Kaniac combo, if you know Bro, the absence could put away a, a Kaniac combo. Bro, and honestly, I kind of want So one. can I. Yeah, it sounds that sounds well. really fucking good. I'm, I'm more about the I'm more about like her making a sandwich combo. That's kind of like what you I'm do expecting. like Ooh. that sandwich combo. Oh, I, you know, what? I can see that. Good. I can see you being more of a sandwich person. I can oh, see. Oh yeah, that. yeah. Anytime Just that because... we've gone, he always gets a sandwich, and I'm like, I get it because oh, it's all good. It's, but like, it's, it's also... all together. It's, yeah. it's it's getting yeah. all three strips together and just dipping it into the sauce and just going like, oh yeah, th th this is 
all three tenders that I just need in my mouth at the same time. No, yeah. baby, I like to take my time with some <laughs> So we I find like out that um, Bruce is real broken up by this. <laughs> See, th- th- this is why I don't. This is why I don't make allegories. This is why I don't make comparisons because then it goes somewhere else. <laughs> I like to I take hoping, with some canes, bro. I was hoping Damn. you would like compare it to like Dairy Queen, where there's like a difference between Dairy Queen National and Dairy Queen Texas. Ugh, Dairy Queen Texas, is there? Yes, there. Dairy Queen Texas has like a menu of food. It's not just it's Texas. All, there's there's not just Texas. Dairy- there's oh, dairy yeah. queens across the country that are like that. It's just that they're not here for the most part. <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. is stupid. Yeah, dairy I think queen the nearest one here is like Globe. I think Dairy Queen in Colorado Springs also had a full menu. I remember getting their chicken oh, strips once. I didn't even know that. Wow, yeah. that'd be really cool. Yeah. All yeah. over the place. All over. Jacob, kind just, of like just drive to Globe. That's true. A Batman in every country. We'll understand soon. <laughs> But Bruce is really broken up by this. He's like, look, we need to solve this. But we also understand this might be a problem because I have dated a lot of people and Una might not be super fucking happy about this. And one of my favorite panels in this entire volume is Una rolling up to Vicky Vale's apartment with a bag that reads bag. girlfriend body parts and a pair yes. of giant novelty scissors from Spencer's. Gigantic like, shears. These massive, massive shears, shears from Spencer's. So Accurate read, yeah. Like she is going to behead Vicky Vale and there's nothing that they can do about it. Yes. And when Batman and Robin arrive, Vicky's gone. And it's like, oh God, we're just gonna we're just gonna murder Vicky Vale in this story. Okay. But then Una is just like, no, like, why would I do that? This is all fake. And I kind, yeah. it kind of bums me out that they're, that the reveal is so, like, right away. Like, the scissors are legit just novelty scissors made out of cardboard. Cardboard. And the bag yeah. of head stuff is, like... Dog food. Dog, <laughs> dog food. Yeah. Like, she is psychotic. She's had a psychotic breakdown, and she's having a real yeah. tough time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and that's when it's revealed that oh wait they were ingesting like this airborne poison that paralyzes them and they they get put in legit a james bond trap yes. i i love even like yes. the mention about it too yeah like, <laughs> he's like what he thinks is like james bond like it's like no batman i expect you to die (laughs) (laughs) i do also love that immediately once dick and damien wake up damien's just like this is your fault yes Yes. (laughs) typical damien blaming poor poor dick about getting him into into anything yeah it's kind of a great like trap too because it's it's, a genius trap they're sitting in two chairs back to back uh, there's two drills that are pointed at their each head and the drills are leaning in a little closer, a little closer. But if one of, if either Batman or Robin moves, like, you know, jerks trying to avoid the drill going into their head, then the chairs will push back. So like if Batman moves backwards, the chair will push backwards and push Maybe Robin into forward. the drill. Yeah. And then yeah. vice versa. Like that's kind of genius. Yeah. It's an incredibly elaborate trap, and I love it. Yep. 
Yep. The absence rules. She's cool, yeah, man. She's very cool. She's I, very I'm, cool. I'm this is a the call fun out. story arc. I'm going to put the call out to Chip. Let's get some absence in here. Yo, let's get some absence. Yo, no, Chip will destroy I, I on some absence, bro. I agree with that. Honestly, this character, this character would be great for a comeback. It really needs to come back. And what we find out, the genius of all this, too, is that all of this was a, a feint. Mm-hmm. All of this was a distraction. She was the bait for Batman and Robin to go after her while all of while her minions, more or less, killed all of the uh, gang members that robbed the yacht and tried to kill her. Fucking genius story. Again, so very sick. Batman animated series. So very Batman yes. animated series, and again, very Bond. <laughs> yes. And she even, like, she even do- does the villain disappears trick at mm-hmm. the end of, like a, a mask of phantasm or something yeah. like that where she mm-hmm. fakes her death again yeah and even though batman and robin don't find a body they're like okay she might still be out there and then we get this wonderful fucking shot of her at the very end where it's like una nemo looked into the heart of what bruce did without even meaning to not this time Maybe she found something missing. Beautiful shot. Cool. Amazing. She goes off, and I guess we never see her again. This is why San Diego. This is why I compared it to Batman animated series because that's such a Deanie animated series ending. It totally is. Like that last page is one hundred percent the last like few frames of an episode of the animated series. Uh, and then it ends and then it goes to the credits read it read it by bruce tim and eric radonsky who voiced her who's the celebrity that voices oh it's got to be dana delaney like because she voices every see i i think i think she would be one of the ones that like you would get like a like a random famo to come in and do like like terry hatcher so, or I I, oh, I mean, like Terry Hatcher. Oh, Terry Hatcher. Say, like, yes. Terry Hatcher is probably the one who voiced One hundred percent. I I was gonna say Terry Hatcher, or at the time, uh, my cousin Vinny, uh, Marissa. Oh, yeah. uh, mommy. Mar- yeah, Marissa Tomei. Marissa yeah, Tomei. Marissa Tomei. Yeah, that wouldn't be yeah. a bad shout either. That would yeah, be that, that's a that's a good call. That's either a really one good would call. be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So that brings us to the second arc, Tree of Blood, which gives us Tomasi and Gleason. Now, Tomasi and Gleason, this is the first time that they're working on Damien together. Woof. And they they have it down to perfection immediately. And they have it. This is when you start to see Tomasi's Damien. There are two people on this planet who should write Damien Wayne, and it's Graham Morrison and it's Peter Tomasi uh i would up i would also posit especially after this last week's uh dc swore of undead gods that tom taylor can also write Daniel. oh you know what tom taylor yep yep um and maybe after this week's uh the flash uh jeremy adams <laughs> maybe i would i mean <laughs> He did write them for uh, for super for battle for, super Sons. i still haven't watched that and i really need to <laughs> uh but yeah Think, yeah. think maybe. Yeah, friend of the podcast, Jeremy Adams. Yeah, hey. absolutely. She got a shot. Wrestling bro. Wrestling bro. And so we see that it's a it's 
it's the beginning of Christmas with the Joker, where yes, you know, all of our Bat family members are getting ready for to sit oh down God. and watch their favorite movie. It's a Wonderful Life. No, it's the Mark of Zorro, which I love that everyone is like. Should we be fucking watching? Is this okay? Yeah. This is this kind is of fucked, like, right? This is yeah. like, I don't know. I still like enjoyed the movie. It kind of rules. <laughs> <laughs> Besides what happened, how did you enjoy the play, Mrs. Lincoln? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, kind of what's Bruce, happening right now. Bruce is like, yeah, he's a vigilante who's a rich socialite in his day job and a mask-wearing, cape-wearing vigilante at night. I don't know why I enjoy the movie. Honestly, it's kind of sick. And he's like, just just nobody, let's just avoid some alleys tonight, huh? Thinking it's gonna, like, land. And it was like, ooh! (laughs) Jesus! Like, oh, I think the popcorn's ready. I'm gonna leave the room. Is Bruce Wayne Wayne just being, like, a 90s sitcom dad, like, right now? Just like, like, I know. It's Bruce Wayne played by Ed O'Neill. Yes. 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 It's Jim Belushi's Bruce Wayne. (laughs) According to Bruce. According to Bruce. I I love them like I love the boys fucking around, like getting the shit ready for the ice cream and everything, like Tim backhanding the scoop and Dick catching it midair, like fucking rules. (laughs) I love that they have it all figured out. This is the kind of shit that I I love to see, like Bat Family mm-hmm. stuff. This is the mm-hmm. kind of shit that I love to see in like X Men comics, like at the mansion. Yeah, read like, Batman Wayne Family Adventures, everybody. It's fucking excellent. Read it. It's great. It's great. Maybe the best Duke Thomas story. Who knows? It is the best Duke Thomas story. <laughs> <laughs> it is the best. <laughs> and so we see that uh, this is a family night that. Bruce got everybody together, though conspicuous in his absence. One Jason Todd, who is still mm. rotting in prison, as far as we know. Mm. Uh, also, I it's feel fine. like it's kind of fucked up that the uh, female members of the Bat Family aren't invited to this. That's Damn. my problem. Yeah. Where is Steph? Where's Steph? Yeah. Where's Cass? Where is Babs? Barbara? Yeah. This is still pre Flashpoint. They all know each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They all still exist, yeah. They all still exist. (laughs) And so we then cut over to uh, Batman and Robin, Dick and Damien doing their patrols on the town. And I just, I, to the fucking love Gleason's art. I mean, and this is like, this alleyway isn't even as good as Gleason's art. No, this is way better now. But holy shit, this looks awesome. God, the, yeah, damn. the alleyway looks amazing during the that alley that looks is incredible. Oh, so good, it's with the so good, and I love yeah. how defined everybody is. Not in like, oh, they're so angular, but like you can tell who these characters are. Like Tim does not look yeah. like Dick. No, I, I love does that. not look like any of them. No one ever does that, which is weird. It's really, really cool, and it's a nice touch. And you can tell anytime when they're when they have batman running around whether it's dick or bruce because dick's face is always more narrow than bruce's yeah yeah i I just i really appreciate Mm -hmm. that yeah i want to give it up to alfred being the absolute goat in terms of like able to drive and fix a bow tie while uh, yeah at the same time at the same one-handed time. tying a bow yeah. tie who is he yeah. ralph the little robot from spy kids 
what the fuck? Like, Ralph, that's Ralph crazy, fucking dude. wishes he was Alfred Pennyworth. Honestly, Ralph yes. could never. Ralph could never. <laughs> Ralph could never. <laughs> found dead in a ditch, Ralph. <laughs> Speaking of found Mystery. dead after a large fall, we have the debut. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, of the first God. victim of the White Knight who we find out is the brother of Victor Zaz. Mm -hmm. And we see as the story progresses that this new villain, the White Knight, is targeting the family members of villains. And I fucking love this idea. I think it's yeah. so cool. Like, we get a man-bat cool. appearance. Um, yeah. mm -hmm. The guy is going after... Uh, uh, Langstrom's wife and children and yeah. all of he basically what he does is he brain he brainwashes them dresses them up as angels and makes them jump off of buildings I love and that. it's like That's visually cool. it's so fucking cool this is like cool. a good like crime noir kind of back yes. story yeah. uh, with a really interesting like visual effect because there's so much of the white stuff you know like all the the white whoa, blood coming out whoa, of like the wait, whoa, whoa sorry wait wait a hey, second wait, whoa, wait, you wait. can't just say whoa, that whoa whoa whoa, whoa. whoa i am hey. not tommy oliver and i did not get the white power i swear <laughs> to god um oh. uh... <laughs> i thought you were talking about Rest in weird out song frank the white stuff do 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 you think that's his theme yes absolutely <laughs> i bet he's dancing to that uh, yeah, I was gonna say that's that's what he's like dancing to when he's in the fucking room, just like yeah, I'm gonna do this. Like this is awesome. Like, he puts in like headphones. That, that's why it like glares oh, out right. when he shows up when he's got the whole building. Like, yeah. on fire. <laughs> Your white knight is here, Gotham. <laughs> Goodbye, <laughs> darkness. Also, a very animated series designed for this villain uh yes th he is so creepy looking it's yeah. so cool you so know creepy I, looking. I could absolutely see him in the batman like that's his design feels like it would fit right in with that series um I, yeah i think so I think, more yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i agree i, I agree like, with can that you, can you imagine like fucking tom kenny penguin being chased after by this terrible thing <laughs> I was thinking that the best would be really the best penguin, yes. Yoda penguin, just the best. Yes, fuck yeah. Do you do you guys remember like in the Batman animated series or Batman the animated series with the whole like see no evil where that guy was able to turn invisible? Yes, yeah. Think of that. It's kind of that Very similar. It's kind of that for the Batman. That's what kind of this villain is for. Is for the Batman series. Good pull for sure. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah, it's it's a really off-putting but awesome design of these just all white with just like these the fucking thing. eyes these like, eyes are the only definition just, on his like they seem body. too spread apart also like they yeah like they seem, like and i think it's just because he's so bright it's so unsettling just like spread apart his face like yeah fucked up it's a great design like, he's so uncomfortable is, to look yeah. at this is like yeah. if like Electro will like went full on no no like uh, human shown whatsoever. He's just all yeah. brightness and everything that like kind that. Kind of just, what it is, yeah. Like, kind of like an overload kind of look, yeah. you know? Yeah, I kind it's of like that. Also and during this, this arc, too. yeah, it's so fucking cool, dude. Like, yeah, 
the, the technology, like I said, feels very 2004 The Batman. Yeah. Like, oh, he's that like he's that light villain from Superman the Animated Series. That's what I was trying to think of. I was like, there's a villain of that deals with light. He's like a illusionary guy, you know, the from Superman the Animated Series. I have no oh, Livewire. I, I was thinking you meant Livewire. Like, live <laughs> live I love me some Livewire. I was like, it's not quite I, the I mean, same. Sure, Livewire, but it was the other guy. It was the guy who like managed to uh, harness. Oh God, he used the satellites to 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 reverse the sunlight, so that way it was just only red sunlight to depower Superman. Oh God, it was like this whole. I thing. don't remember this. I don't oh, have to go back and watch. He's a real minor villain. He oh darn, I'm gonna much. have to go back yeah. and watch Superman <laughs> the Animated Series. What a bummer. Oh man, what a bummer. <laughs> Oh man. Um this, this arc also gives me one of my favorite pages in this entire series. And it's just oh. the moment where um where Dick and Damien are waiting. They're like, I'm contacting Gordon immediately, Alfred. We need to. And Alfred patches in, he's like, That's not necessary, sir. I believe he's already contacting you. And it's just a full page of just yeah. the skyline with the bat signal in the sky and Damien yeah. and Dick just sailing. So fucking cool. I that love this That symbol is so cool. That Ugh. symbol is very Nightfall symbol version. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's dope very as hell. Slick, very slick bat. Very skinny wings up in the pointed yeah, yeah, yeah. top of it. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. And so we see but, also yeah. that the uh, this character, the White Knight, and this is the eeriest fucking thing. He's chosen his victims and placed, hung them like Christmas tree ornaments on this terrifying fucking tree. And I yeah. love that he has like the wood carvings of like yeah. everybody. He like makes a wood carving of the villain and then puts a tag on it with their family member. Yes. It's fucking, it's so cool. It's, it's such so a cool, cool idea. This it's tree terrifying. is in this. This tree is in this huge room of just nothing but light, like natural light that's been just growing this tree. And it's yeah. just so fucking unnerving to see like a tree in the middle of this white room yeah. <laughs> and him just, yeah. It's, this it's is fucking creepy. Buffalo Bill behavior. It totally is. This is it, like something you'd see in seven. Like, yeah. Straight up. In yeah. seven, Mind Hunter. Like, this is the kind of shit uh. that like would keep me up at night. This, you know what? Later on down the line, this would make yeah. a great villain for Pattinson's Batman. Oh yeah, that that would actually be really cool. Yeah, It'd be really dope as an idea. Especially, especially is like like the way they do the villains and stuff like that with all the angels and stuff like that. This is yeah, yeah, this is yeah. shit you would see in the show Hannibal. Like this yeah, is that's what I'm getting major Hannibal vibes from this. Like villain. for sure, so cool. Yeah. Uh, do you think they'd get him back to play this character? You know, I would love it if they did. Um, I I would be so fucking happy. You're you're talking about Ingus, or not Ingus, like with with Mattis, Matt, Mattis? Yes, Matt, Matt Mickelson. Thank you so much. Yes, yeah, yeah. I can never get his Ingus. name right. Ing <laughs> Angus, you know, Angus, Ingus, who Ingus. played Hannibal like, in the series Hannibal. That's what it. Oh yeah, see there you go. I wasn't too yeah. far. I knew what I was thinking about. <laughs> you know, Philip Seymour Hoffman. You mean yeah. like this guy? Yeah, that's what totally. I Totally. Exactly. <laughs> Come on. Oh man. But yeah, put we, some respect I, on it. I love the I love the visual of the tree. I love the visual of the wood carvings. Um yeah. 
and I just love how they're framed, like all of the victims. Like Batman and Robin roll up to this um to this house where it's it's a house of the Randalls, but as we come to find out, they're not really the Randalls. They're the Tetches as and he killed them all. He killed this yeah. entire family. And he's just collecting these family members of villains. And I just, oh, God, it's so cool. Uh, and Timothy so cool. and Gleason are so in the bag of, like, the yes. sequencing of this, of, like, them, you know, you, you keep getting shots that you can see the blood on the wire of the family, like, starting to, like, pool and drip. Yep. And then you yeah. watch it and you track it as it drips onto Gordon's face. And oh. like Gordon's just like disgust of this and be like, get, cut them down. Like get them out of here. Like what's <laughs> happening? Like, it's like, it, it's it's like, like all right. Horror sequence. It's, it is very Hannibal. Yeah. yeah. That's a good call. Yeah. And we get a very like Hannibal season finale deal where the final scene of the crime is arkham asylum lit up like a fucking christmas tree yeah it's so cool i dig this so much it's sick it's so cool so sick and so we find out that the white knight's backstory was that he was the son of an arkham guard who he watched get brutally killed by inmates during a breakout and dr phosphorus specifically killed his father by basically melting him placing his hands on his back and melting him from the inside out so and i love wings. the fucking he says you gave him wings so he could leave yes. this place yeah yes. and the wings are the hand pr- just such a fucking yes. cool that oh, gotcha, matt reeves visual. would do so much with this character hannibal's a really good call this is really hannibal it's, so it's very good jacob hobbs Yes. We go from it's fucking James Bond to Hannibal, and I love yeah. it. Yeah, kind of fucking whips. Into a uh, Louis Leterrier movie in the next volume. Which yeah. We'll, in yeah. the next so section, which we'll talk about. <laughs> uh, so we wow. see Batman and Robin fight off the, the White Knight, chasing him up to the rooftop of Arkham Asylum. And we get the coolest fucking use of the ears on Batman's cowl. When yes. he the goes first all... time in a comic that this was done. Yes, that's, that's awesome. And this never came seen out, that before. This came like... out a couple years after Dark Knight, where Batman used the scallops on his gauntlet yeah. in oh, yeah. much the same way. Yeah. And I love that they were like, no, no, no. It's got to be the bad ears this time. It's the ears. And then it gives them the little ears, which are better. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Thank you. Malcolm. Yes, yeah, little ears. I, I, I like the little ears. Buddy, I love you, buddy. <laughs> I love you guys. I love you guys. Little ears forever. Little, little... ears forever. I love the little ears. They're Come great. Short, very... short ear cows. Come for, on. For me, short ears. For me, it's very, it's very Adam West. Come on, it's the little ears. Come yeah. On. <laughs> I was gonna say you know because Adam West. It's 100%. so fucking cute. It's and that's so okay. Normal. And that's okay. That's I respect fine. the shit out of that. They match Catwoman's yeah. better. Yeah. Totally agree. Yeah. And so. We see uh, the White Knight's gun explode, and he had these—he had this harness with these metal wings allowing him to float. But because of the weapon exploding, it grafted the wings onto his body. So he's a literal up. white angel. Some Doc Ock shit right there. That's what's mm-hmm. really cool. Totally. 
He had I, the power of the sun in the palm of his hand. Yeah, baby. Literally. And we see at the very end, they're like, Dick says, maybe having an angel in the next cell will get the inmates to the prison chapel more on Sundays. And Damien says, I doubt that. And as they leave the White Knight in his cell, we see he's... He's got a little got, bonsai tree. a little tree. bonsai tree. And he hangs the symbols of Batman and Robin on the tree for a brand new tree of blood. And that fucking last panel that's yeah. just, oh, just on his, his eyes, eyes staring is out. Haunting. And I think he's the just... scariest looking villain I've ever seen. Real quick. <laughs> soundtrack. Soundtrack for just for the ending of this, of this little thing. Going to the chapel. Just right after that. Just, just like, really. Just, just <laughs> that would be fuck. But it has to be like, like one of those like really quiet like something haunting. It's in the it's way. Just yeah, the like, audio. <laughs> yeah. It, it's yeah. just like the singing, and there's like oh, no. It's the, it's the children choir singing yes. it version. I've also i've I've been watching. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen Fleabag. Uh, I've only seen oh. the first episode, but I really liked it. You need to fucking watch it. I, We're gonna be I know, because Phoebe Waller-Bridge is a real problem for me, so I, I do. Same now, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, me, yeah. me and Sammy binged it, and spoiler alert, it might not be the last time we talk about it on the podcast. Hell um, yeah! Hell yeah! yeah. Is, Hell yeah! Andrew Scott joins the cast in the second season. Yeah. As yeah. a, a sexy priest. priest. A yeah. sexy priest. And there is a specific choir song that plays whenever he shows up, and that's what I picture here. Andrew also, Scott would be really Andrew good Scott as would fucking rip he as a white knight. Whip is this. A white knight. Uh, yeah. Andrew Scott could be any Batman villain. I think Andrew he's Scott really fucking great at being a bad guy. Yeah, he's he literally needs to be like he could be Joker. He could be Clayface. Mm. Here's the thing: Andrew Scott as the Riddler makes that movie a twenty percent better. I. Me. I disagree because I buy that more I it would have to be a different version of the Riddler like I don't think he works as that specific version of the Riddler no he I I guess it would just be him doing Moriarty again yeah (laughs) (laughs) feel free to give me more of that Uh, why don't we just make him why don't we just make him Moriarty for the uh, the Robin Tim Drake uh, show that should be an HBO Max thing. That's what uh, I think we should do. Mm. That bro, they he, make him Moriarty. anarchy. Mary Moriarty uses fucking hard light shit in Tim Drake Robin as well. Like that would work so well for this. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell or yeah. you know what? Honestly, Vandal Savage. Oh, God, oh yes. he'd be interesting as Vandal Savage. He'd so be really because all good. of the depictions of Vandal Savage are very like burly uh, men. Early yeah. men, but he's a survivor. He's a survivor. That's the, the thing. times. He's yeah. cockroach Vandal Savage. Yes, that's, that's an interesting fucking take. That'd be yeah. dope that's as fuck. Interesting fucking take. And then he's the one that goes up against Rachel Ghoul in the mm. Al Ghoul Savage War. Mm. More on that maybe someday. Um, Either that or make him Ghostmaker. He'd be fucking awesome as Ghostmaker. Ooh. I don't want him as Ghostmaker. I, I just want I anybody disagree. as Ghostmaker. I like Ghostmaker. <laughs> I. That is a, he's not the correct ethnicity <laughs> for Ghostmaker. Oh, you're right. You're right. He's not you're the, right. That would be you're whitewashing right. Ghostmaker. You're right. That's whitewashing that. Ghostmaker. And I don't want that. You're right. I retract that. I retract. So that brings us to our final arc. Hell yeah. The streets run red. <laughs> or as I call it, 
the red right hand gone. <laughs> uh, these are the final issues, 23, 24, and 25 of the series. And it's fine. Um, <laughs> it's written, written by Judd Winnick, who gets to reunite with his character that he brought to prominence in Under the Red Hood. Um, it's It's real cool. It's real cool to see him get to write Jason again. Yeah, um, I think he writes a good Jason. Also, I think he, everything else in this story doesn't really like mesh very well, but I think he writes a really good Jason still. He, he writes a great Jason pre Grant Morrison Batman. Oh yeah, okay. like yeah. this Jason is much cooler than the Grant Morrison Jason. Yeah, okay. for, for sure, for sure. This is this is again Judd Winnick's Jason, but he looks a little more like. Grant Morrison's Jason. So barely. Uh, yeah. But then also he's got the 20 same times haircut. sexier. Yeah. Like he's he's got like he's a redhead, and that's literally he's a redhead the only thing that's those all two I mean. Jason's. Yeah. He's, he's a true redhead. Yeah. Guys, this is like this is like if Ryan Murphy directed a a, a Batman product, like because like all no, of these okay. shots. Don't say yeah. that. No, don't like, say that. That's no, rude. Look, no, look at all of these like pictures. Like, look at these poses that J- this is thirsty. This is thirsty Jason. Like, look yeah. at these positions. Yeah, Jason's hot, dude. Oh my god. Like, no, Jason's even my hot. boyfriend. I like showed my my boyfriend was watching this and like, are you reading? Are you reading porn right now? And I'm like, no, this is literally like <laughs> this is literally what we're supposed to read. And I'm like, the shower scene, this right? Going, like, oh man, the positions yeah. in all these. I was gonna say, is it when he pulls a uh, when he pulls a law-abiding citizen move and uh, strips down to his nothingness? Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen law-abiding citizen? <laughs> is that, that reference is a very specific lost on you? And I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same here. But yeah, oh it's God. it's fascinating to me because it's like, look, I understand that we wanted to complete the arc for jason before the series ended but not like this man because it feels like it walks back everything that morrison did in with their time with him can i tell you why that probably was why when does this come out like right before flashpoint yeah yeah which is right before new 52 and this is how jason is it's reverting that character Except he's not a redhead, which is fucking stupid. Because he should be a redhead because I like the story that Bruce made him dye his hair. That's so good. do I. It's <laughs> that so is good. good. Buddy, That's good. Yeah. God, guys, I love you guys. I love you guys. <laughs> Jason should always be a redhead. Jason should be a redhead Period. and Bruce made him dye his hair so that he was more like Dick Grayson and people wouldn't yeah. notice that Batman had a different Robin. He's a gross That's a way better story. Boy, and that's yeah. Jason's backstory. <laughs> That's he's a Weasley. He's a, he's a Weasley. Oh my God! Which Weasley is he though? He's got to be Fred or Fred or George. No, or he's like Ron. No, he's Ron. Ron. There's, also, no. Like, he sucks. there's also there's also Charlie. And he's Ron also, because like... he's bad at everything. Whoa, whoa! Okay. I'm not saying that Ron's a whoa. bad character. No, I don't Ron is... about Ron Weasley. I care about Jason Todd, and you're <laughs> slandering Jason Todd right now. I don't yeah. give a fuck about Ron yeah. Weasley. Okay, look, yeah. look, Jason hey. is Ron Weasley who believes he's Charlie Weasley. Okay, <laughs> he believes he's the dragon tamer who's like, I... I go around the world like this. This Jason Todd is Charlie Weasley who has like the. 
the ponytail and the leather cuff and he's like yeah i go around and i fuck dragons like that's my deal i'm charlie <laughs> weasley like, so, so you're saying that this this jason todd is domino gleason in about time yes whereas you see jason todd as being domino gleason in star wars yes <laughs> Yes, in, in the Last Jedi, where he's a cuck. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Okay. Absolutely. All right. All right. That's funny. I'll, I'll but he thinks that. he's the cool Domino Gleason. <laughs> <laughs> and you can take that to the bank. To um, the Bat Cave. <laughs> you can take it to the Bat Bank with your Bat Credit Card. A <laughs> Bat Credit Card! Never leave home without it. Never leave home without it. And so, I... Again. The last time we saw Jason, he was pencil neck, pimple-faced, receding hairline, red hood who has this moment of clarity of like, I have done too much. There is no going back for me. You just need to leave me in the past. And I need to go figure out my shit. And where we pick up with him is he's, I'm in my Chris Pine era. Like, I'm fucking, <laughs> I'm a hunky hunk who's just here to say quips and kick ass. And I've said all the quips that I have to give. And it's like, I don't care about this version of Jason. <laughs> I don't care about him. He's just, he's every, he's every character that we all wanted to be at like 14 or 15. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're all like, oh, he's the badass with the shoulder length hair and a little bit of stubble. I've created this fucking character in video games so many goddamn times. <laughs> it's in D&D &D now, too, as it's well. It's in D&D. Yeah. Fuck it is. I did make that character. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it really is. Like, it's... It's shocking to me that in the year of our Lord 2010, which is when this came out, that they would let this shit happen because it feels mm -hmm. so reductive for his character. For what it doesn't they, yeah. make any sense after no, we had that same, that huge jump for him. Yeah, right. agreed. And it makes Dick look like the fucking lamest dude Cause he's like, oh, he's not down with the cool red hood. It makes Dick kind of a bummer. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny yeah. because Judd Winnick, who has written great Dick Grayson stories, he has. Uh, like, and, and and this is a total bummer. <laughs> but again, he makes Red Hood just the coolest fucking guy around. It's it's your boyfriend versus the guy. Uh, she tells you. Not she to tells worry you about. not to worry about. Yeah. yeah. That's who Jason Todd is in this. You're right. And so we see him abducted, right, by the, I mean, they're not called the Terrible Trio. They're called the Menagerie. But come on. They're basically I, the Terrible Trio. I thought it was the, it was the, what do you call it? The, the oh, God, it's the villain for what's going to be in the third uh, Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Uh, oh, the, the fucking the Hyperion. Uh, yeah. No, no, no. The uh, the 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 uh, the High Evolutionary. 
the high evolutionary yeah i thought this was like his people and stuff like that you know with all the yeah he, the, he got the, abducted the by people. the fucking people from counter earth from uh spider-man unlimited <laughs> limited where everybody's a fucking animal yeah, exactly <laughs> so this, they're fucking the the dialing of dr zurago over yeah, here right. pretty much just like <laughs> just pretty much invading batman that's honestly what i thought this was i thought this was this third arc is pretty much just joe schumacher directing batman and yeah. dr zizago or whatever in, yeah. in this version that's all you're not this wrong is. you're not wrong <laughs> like Oh, Jason so, Todd. And then we throw in Jason Todd. A third, a third. A there he Robin. is. There he is. Like, imagine this. Imagine this being like the the Batman movie that came after like Batman and Robin. Like, that's oh, kind of what this, like this, that's what this is turning out to be a little bit, you know? Except this would be Chris O'Donnell. Yes. This yes. would be Chris O'Donnell being arrested. I, I'd even be okay with like the fact of like, you know, um, there was a Robin before we even knew that he took Dick and it was I, Jason I would, Todd. I would go Wouldn't the other way. Cool? I oh, would really? be him like the the movie. So the movie would be a new Robin who's younger, an actual teenager instead of a fucking 25-year-old man. <laughs> and he's like, oh, what happened to the old Robin? And then we find out this is what happened to the old Robin. Ah, okay. And we get Chris O'Donnell with actual fucking like mid-90s like creed hair and he's oh. just like yeah, can you I'm take me higher? but yeah he's like chris o'donnell is yeah. yeah chris o'donnell <laughs> with the three musketeers hair is yeah. in prison and we've got this jason todd like oh what happened to this robin and now it's like <laughs> this is chris o'donnell he has major 90s chris o'donnell energy yeah is what yes, yes. is what jason does here and so he gets broken out of his prison transport by the uh, the villains from Counter Earth, uh, again from <laughs> Spider Man Unlimited. Go watch that show again. Might be better than you remember. Also, might be. Oh, it is. It totally is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so fucking excited that he shows up. In Hell yeah! They in better the play that fucking cross. scene. They have to, right? Oh, oh Spider Man. Like they better play God. that scene because that scene rips. It's so also good. the only show to give Spidey his canonically yellow lenses. Uh, oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Um, I also really dig the art for the third issue, for issue twenty-five, or no, uh, issue twenty-four. Twenty-four, uh, the Greg, uh, Greg Tacchini. Yeah, Greg Tacchini. I dig it. I it don't is... know what it reminds me of, but I really dig it. I have never been the biggest fan of Greg Tacchini. Um, I think this is the most coherent of his art. The first time I saw him was on one of my favorite books of all time, Uncanny X-Force. Uh, he did the uh, Otherworld story. Oh my God. The, the Trial did. of Phantom X. Yeah. He's a big like Remender collaborator. Like I they did Low together. Forgot. Which I think Low is a great looking book. Um, I think that that must be where i'm recognizing it from that's probably where yeah and that's around this time too yeah um, that's pretty close to around this time yeah um i don't love greg Tacchini, but i think this is like really coherent looking which is nice so after taking out uh the fucking counter earth people uh red hood finds out <laughs> that the boss which is this problem of a lady uh, um, with dumb noodle hair though well, love it, it. It's it's 
mid to late 2000s lolita hair if you look it up just google it, it lolita is. it's no, that you're style right. it is it yeah. is it's that style and I'm it does not a front i'm into it <laughs> it's it's very it's very appropriating but yeah it was yep. the style at that point it was the style um but she has captured scarlet and i have a couple fucking questions <laughs> dude i completely forgot about this it's so really? funny how hard i forgot about this i have i have just because a two weeks ago questions. i was like we're never gonna see her again <laughs> here she is. <laughs> i thought the face I... came off uh yeah it did. Yeah. Also, greg Tacchini's art is not like super great so I feel like she still no, but ugly. they still they draw her like she still has the face on. They also yeah. draw her like she's twenty years older than she was before. <laughs> okay, ten years max. She's clearly a twenty-five year old now. She looks like... fourteen before she looks like thirty. No, that's <laughs> with the face. Anyway, <laughs> my second question is: by the end of this. Why isn't this Red Hood's costume? Oh my god. Oh, okay. Yeah. So him going into the bunker, piecing together a bunch of fucking random pieces of costume, and then coming out looking like this? Where's my action figure of this shit? Cause this rules. Like and we would go on to see fucking Arkham Knight of all things. Arkham give Knight him this having helmet. the mask. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but the like super smooth face mask. Just no features. The jacket, really but then the rest of the costume from uh, the superhero Morrison Run, yeah, it is so cool looking. It's dope as fuck. It's so and the red guns, yes, like, yeah. so has to have the red yeah. guns. Cool, so cool. It's so good. So yeah, uh, the the end of this is again. It's basically this fucking last issue becomes Batman and Harley Quinn very quickly where it's just <laughs> yeah, it Batman does. and Robin dealing with, ah, oh, kooky Jason. Who's just here to have a good time. What does that smell? Pine? You actually let Alfred clean the vehicle's interior with scented cleansers. Bruce would never let him do that. What is this? It's like, oh, that's our Jason. Batman. That's our Jason was filmed in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> <laughs> he, he fucking comes up with the helmet on and everyone's like Ooh! he's like yeah come on guys we're gonna go out have a night on the town paint it red and everyone's like yeah, yeah! and they're like wow yeah! Yeah! <laughs> that's fucking awful <laughs> like what's the matter dick you gotta get home for your girlfriend and everyone's like <laughs> And, and Damien will be Taylor. like, do we have anything that can shut him up? Uh, please, let me just stab him once. And I was like, yeah! Yeah! We love stabbing kids! <laughs> we love Damien, yeah! He's yeah. the best. <laughs> like, I, I like Damien Just this one episode as, just a, like, one as episode. a Chuck Lorre joint. <laughs> Sounds so oh funny. God. Please. <laughs> Please make this like a like a Nickelodeon sitcom like s kind of like. <laughs> it's, it's just two and a half men. That's all this is. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Dick is like, but... could this be any more of a obnoxious situation? <laughs> Jason comes out of the bunker and he's got a poofy shirt on and. <laughs> bum, Look bum, at me. Bum, 
is Alfred the Kramer? <laughs> <laughs> no, bow, fucking bow, bow, bow. Alfred is 100% Jerry. <laughs> Alfred is. What's the deal with you not eating the finger sandwiches? <laughs> I used scented cleansers in the Batmobile. <laughs> so is Jason the Jason Alexander character? <laughs> he just I have no shrug? idea, Dick. Like, I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. Bruce wouldn't let you do that. Serenity <laughs> <Sorry>, now! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and then and then Damien is Danny DeVito from Always Sunny. <laughs> so anyway, I started slashing. <laughs> Coming in it's, hot. I'm hot right now. Hot. <laughs> and so everybody goes. Everybody goes on their adventure to go rescue Scarlet. Jason has a weird fucking moment where he has to strip naked. What's the what are we doing here? Okay, wait, wait a second. Yeah. Him, him popping out of the Batmobile, cool as fuck. We Dope need to put respect on that because that's sick of him being like, "Wow, uh, it was worth it just to hear someone say tool while wearing the cowl." But I should go, and he puts a gun and up to the top of the thing, shoots out it, the and glass. fucking dips out. Sick, dude. That's and so fuck, cool. And fucking Dick looks out and goes, "I hate it when he does that," and then flies <laughs> the car after him. No, he looks. He's like, so that's what it feels like. So that's what it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then he, then he, you know, goes to meet the hot mommy lady and yeah, J- Jason down. Jason Anakin Skywalker's himself down to the streets below. I mean, yeah. Jason, this Jason Todd specifically is very much Clone Wars Anakin Skywalker. Yes, except not as cool. It, I mean, no, he, he thinks he no. is. He, he thinks, thinks he, he is. is. He thinks he, he is. is. But the no, he is one hundred percent fucking uh, Hayden Christensen, Anakin Skywalker, who thinks <laughs> he's as I cool done? as Clone Wars Anakin. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> I was I was gonna say Hayden Panettiere, and I was like, nope, that's not the right name. Woodwatch. Yeah. <laughs> Woodwatch. Hey, Woodwatch. Hayden Panettiere, if you're listening to this, first off, I love you. You're great. You're great. Secondly. Congrats on getting back up. Proud of you. You're doing great. You're doing great. Really proud. Really proud. And so we go to, of all places, fucking Thomas Wayne Middle School. Fucking. Which feels like a joke. Which feels like a joke. That's so fun. (laughs) And so Jason goes down there, fucking strips naked for no reason. This is a 90s sitcom. And then Scarlet comes out. And then Jason proceeds to beat up all the henchmen naked as Batman and Robin arrive. Yeah. Um, there's this, also this weird break if you're uh, reading the comicsology version where... You got that too, yeah. right? Yes! Yeah. What is where, yeah, where the, it's just the... The fucking ninjas capture Scarlet. It's like, oh no, what's gonna happen? And then there's just this black screen where it's, it's... just the view of Jason. So that's that's uh, from them scanning the pages from graphic novels. They they always do that in any like graphic novel if there's like a weird break page because there's like a two page spread thing that they need to keep. So two pages later, there's a two page spread that needs to be on an even two pages. Uh, uh, and so uh, that's like a spacer page that they'll do in like a physical graphic novel. But whenever they translate that over to digital copies, they always put those in, which is really fucking weird. Yeah. No, it does not make any goddamn sense. 
So that is what that is. Hey, I got I got to teach you guys something. Cool. Look at you. Hey, you. I appreciate you. Hey, the yeah, of course. You know, yeah. The more this, you know. This was Malcolm's Comics Corner, where you learn more about comics. Yeah. And so, the Bat Fam puts the beat down on these ninjas. Uh, Jason escapes with Scarlet, and we're right back to where we fucking ended with the Grant Morrison comic. Except that Jason isn't in jail. Yes, now he is off with Scarlet. Sasha. Sasha. You're right. Sasha. Her name is Sasha. 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 And that's pretty much where we end. Yep. That's it. Uh, So so here's the fun thing. That's actually not the last issue of this run. The last issue of this run is 26, which is a one-shot issue written by David Hine. That is a Batman Incorporated issue. I don't know why that's never been recollected or anything. I I don't know. It's like that issue doesn't exist. That's a which weird is weird. Fucking but there's choice. an issue twenty six that has this crazy fucking cover. Um, I'm gonna see if I can send you guys the cover for it. But it's it's super weird that it just doesn't exist like anywhere. It's yeah. really strange. That that is odd. But yeah, like fucking Jason and Sasha right off into the sunset, and they're very quickly rebooted and sasha is never seen again yep <laughs> sasha uh died on the way back to her home planet <laughs> oh my God. jason's like i must go my people need me and flies the <laughs> helicopter into the sky. <laughs> and so that wraps up this volume uh gentlemen Final thoughts on the volume and uh, what was, if you had a favorite part, what was your favorite part? I'll go to Malcolm first. Uh, I like this volume. It's a lot of fun. Like I said, it's like uh, three two-part episodes from Batman the Animated Series, which is really fun, just with 100% more nudity. Um, So true. It's a a really good time. Uh, I think it's super fun. I really, I really like the first two stories and I I like how... Like I said, it, it feels like a evolution of where these characters are going. Yeah. So specifically with Damien, I think that this volume, for the most part, informs where Damien goes in the New 52, like tone-wise and attitude-wise and in his partnerships. Sure. Uh, so I, I I like that a lot, um, especially since you get Tomasi and Gleason working together and they become kind of the stewards of Damien Wayne. Um so yeah, I, I really like that a lot. Uh, favorite part, I mean, all the sweet, sick... Uh, oh, you know what? Actually, the absence is my favorite part. She rules. The absence nice. and the white knight. They're both really awesome, interesting additions to the Bat family. And yeah. I kind of miss, I don't know, original characters. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I kind of miss original villains. That's fun. Anyway. Jacob? No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I... I... I thought this was great. There were three incredible issues, story arcs in terms of like what is going on in terms of, sorry, I'm fighting my snake who decided to like go in between like, um, like that, some that's not a right euphemism. Now. Not a euphemism. And that's not oh, an euphemism for anything. I, I'm being for real. I've been having my pet snake <laughs> join us for like the evening. He's finally getting through. Anyway, uh, <laughs> you had to be an issue. Um, he, uh, all Jacob three owns like a menagerie. Unfortunately, it's, it's really I, I've become the uncle from like the third um, series of unfortunate events book. Um, so these three volumes are great. I I loved. Uh, I mean, these three arcs 
you got the first arc that was just pretty much a, um, a great antithesis of a, a, of a villain that I need to see. It reminded me of the mystery of the Batwoman uh in terms of that like, oh yeah. interesting it kind of reminds you know me what of that. i could see that tone wise yeah yeah if they, they would have oh, like, stri- oh kelly ripper would have voiced her yeah kelly and Ripa. now and now we know that the end of the issue would be the betcha never betcha never yeah oh, betcha never shit. thought we'd get this touch my heart i fucking love the end of that and to me to me that's the end of batman the animated series he rides off into the fucking sunset yeah that's so funny dude honestly i oh my god i thought that movie ended to batman too i was like that's the perfect ending for those characters it really is uh underrated second movie. One Go is, watch that. yeah no but uh the, the the white knight great villain could have been like the uh, the batman animated series yeah very much so and then sure. this last one with the red hood it kind of felt like very much what i said it's just like it felt like a third movie that somebody needed to do and um <laughs> it had to be batman related and they were like hey jason todd is still running around there and i'm like okay let's do that and yeah <laughs> it sounds about right um but this this was you know two out of th- we still got two out of the three branches of the government and that ain't bad and it's real good it's real good still so, still really good I I really I dig this volume even though I I remember this volume coming out after the whole Grant Morrison stuff so I didn't know whether or not to read it or not um, yeah so it was good Same. to know it was good to read this because and get this um, because um, it, it was uh, I I. This is great to get more of the Dick Grayson and Damien like feel. Like this was very more um this felt Batman animated series if like Dick Grayson and Damien have been a season of yeah. like them doing this. Yeah. You it's know? like season yeah, two. Exactly. Yeah. This that definitely yeah. feels like the end of it. So, yeah. yeah. I agree. I agree. I ended up enjoying this a lot more than I thought I was going to. Um and like, like Jacob said, two out of the three stories are excellent. Uh, the Jason Todd story is just, it is the weakest. And I kind of wish it, I kind of wish it wasn't the last one. Yeah. Cause we should have ended with something like the white knight story should be the last one. Yeah. Honestly, you could have also ended with the, with the Umanoma one. Yeah. I think both of those are very strong endings. Yes. 100%. And they both have very strong last images that like, Honest, yeah, they could be really good endings. If you would have switched the Red Hood into the middle, it would have at least be sandwiched would have in. bookended. Yeah. yeah. It would have been yeah. nicely bookended and end it with the, with the white knight. It would have been fine. Yeah. It would have been, it would have been okay. Yeah. But yeah, I, I agree with both of you. Like the absence and the white knight are two incredible creations that I'm really annoyed that we haven't seen since Mm -hmm. and like i understand that like especially for like the white knight this kind of seems like the best story for him and i don't know where they would go from there but batman has to work with the white knight or the white there's a copycat white knight and he has to work with white knight starts you're just doing hannibal you're just doing silence yeah yeah exactly yeah it's just yeah young stephanie brown Fresh off of, oh, like, coming out. Oh, shit. Coming no. in, like, to how about... That's yeah. a fucking Stephanie Brown Batgirl story. That's, that's a, a Stephanie that's Brown, a Brown story. story. Yeah. Bro, I'm so fucking yeah. into that. Fuck, that rules. I'm so... Dude, because, Ed, because the next target 
is her. Is yeah, fucking yeah. her because of Clue Master. Yeah, shit, right. Yeah, that's yeah. fucking perfect. And we, and we find out that the new one that's taking everybody out is fucking Onomatopoeia. Oh! That's... I like Bruh. that. That's real good. That fucking story sounds dope as hell. <laughs> Fuck. I love Automatopia so much. Dude, same. Such a great same. Same, same here. Favorite. I'm so fucking excited that Jacob he's on Raven, Superman and Lois. Read the comments from the Batman books, Jacob. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Is he involved Slice. with it? That's pretty cool. Yes. That's good to know. I'm glad Cacophony he's like being used. and Widening Gyre. Read them. Read them. Read them. Okay. That's going to be your homework before this book club ends. Cacophony before, before is an the book, and Winding Gyre is a Silver Saint Cloud book. Read them. Read both oh, of them. Okay. Read, Read both, both of them, them before we finish Grant Morrison's Batman. I want a book report yes. from you. Yes. <laughs> what is... Wait, You've got say a them again? Because you like cut off one. Cacophony. Oh, so Batman oh, Cacophony. Oh, and then Batman God. the Widening Gyre. The Widening Gyre. Read them in that order. Okay. Read them in that order. Cacophony, okay. then so cacophony first, then yeah. White yes. and Gyre. Okay. And All then right. there's supposed to be a third one, which they've promised for 15 well, years now. Never happened. Called Bellicosity, and it's never happened, and well, it will never, never happen. happen. <laughs> will never happen. <laughs> but that does it for this week. Before we get into next week, though, uh, we've got some emails, which means, <gasps> uh, Malcolm, what time is it? Think of me. Think of me emails when you send them in. Aww. Remember to send in your emails for the book club win. You send them in before <laughs> the night is up, <laughs> and then we'll read them for the show. And we'll read your email questions. Before we must go. Holy fuck, dude. Yes. Phantom of the Opera ended its Broadway run, and I'm pretty gutted about it because I never got to see it on Broadway. Are you serious? Oh my God. I'm glad. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty glad. gutted. I'm actually pretty gutted about it. I'm glad. I'm glad somebody else feels the same as I did because yeah. um, I've seen it twice Phantom. on tour. Oh, oh yeah, dude. that's so it's fun. still really. Good. I love Phantom. Phantom's amazing. So that one goes yeah. out to you, Andrew Lightweber. And Thank I think you. it's 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 appropriate since this is the end of the Dick and Damien partnership that yeah. we'll be reading. Yeah, anyway. yeah. But if you want to be part of the Geek Explained Book Club mailbag, send your emails to geeksplained at gmail.com and put Bat Club mailbag in the subject header, and we will read it here on the Friday show. Yeah. Our <laughs> I, not meant as a threat i don't know that came yeah up no we're gonna fucking read it yeah <laughs> we'll fuck you up so i'm gonna fuck god, up. we're gonna read it i swear to god we're gonna read those emails i swear to god so <laughs> our first email comes from andrew lewis um who writes in i'm caught up on everything except for the days of thunder episodes he has been listening to everything wow and uh, awesome. he's getting caught up. He writes, everything y'all do is awesome. I'm looking forward to the Dark Knight versus White Knight episode. My only question is, why is Absinthe so hot with that hole through her head? I love y'all, uh. Andrew Lewis. <laughs> bruh, Yo. bruh, I was trying so hard not to say anything about that. You have no idea. <laughs> uh, same here. I didn't want to so bring up the whole meaning of like, 
you know, skull fucking to a whole new Jesus. level. You know? Jesus. Jacob. Jesus Christ. Yeah, right is. there. It's like. Jesus. Also, it was very welcome, welcome back to a podcast within a podcast called Below the Belt. <laughs> I just think be that she's the perfect person to sit behind in a movie theater. Because oh, you should be able to see God. right through. I just wish. Sometimes I wish I could just read people's minds. With her, it feels really easy. I feel like I could just see right through her. Oh, my God. Guys, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Oh, that God. hole ain't big enough for me. I'm telling you that right now. I'm, I'm, yeah, baby. Jesus Ooh, man, we're all about that girth, baby. That's what's all about. Okay. What other that... 90s routines can we do? Uh, the... So, so have, what else is in the news? Have what's you the deal the with the hole uh, in the head? <laughs> she tells me she thinks of me, but I can see that she doesn't. Oh, my God. Ah! It's... It's like taking empty headedness to a whole new level. Oh. <laughs> She's a real airhead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you go for the Stellar Waldorf? Jacob, I'd say that joke was medium. Medium what? Well, because it was neither rare nor well done. <laughs> thank you andrew for writing in uh we have now Thanks, shut andrew. off our weekly uh blow the belt next email comes from <laughs> jacob goodhart always good to hear from him uh he writes, Dear Geek Explained Podcast, this week we come to an end on Batman and Robin. Sad to see this chapter close, but I'm excited for what comes next. Dick as Batman is one of my favorite things to come out of this small period in time, and I'm sad to see him go, but glad we got him in the first place. However, so true. However, <laughs> Batman isn't the superhero of the week for me. This week celebrates the Man of Steel's birthday over 80 years ago. In fact, Woo! it is his 85th birthday yeah. this week. Yeah. To celebrate, wow. I finally picked up Superman's Secret Identity by Kurt Busiek and Stuart Eminem, as well as Man and Superman by Mark Wolfman. Nice. Uh, Marv Wolfman, I believe. Marvel. Uh, yeah. Superman is one hero who, while I may not have always called one of my favorites, is one that I've always appreciated the, more, the older I got. Also, finally... I got the iconic DC's New Frontier comic by Darwin Cook. Rumor hey. has it that oh, this is yes. what the new DC universe will be based around. And honestly, I'm praying that's the case. He's talking about the films. Uh, and with news of Superman legacy slowly leaking out, with Gunn confirming that Jimmy Olsen will be in the movie and hopefully not killed off in the first 10 minutes, I feel that we're in for something special. To me, he's at his best when faced with something that can't be overcome with physical force. He's the most powerful being in the world, but he fights against corruption, racism, and world hunger. And so does Superman. Uh, <laughs> that, that was me. I just added that, that on the end. Uh, he writes, that leads me to the question for this week. What is your favorite Superman moment? For me personally, it's from Justice League by my favorite Superman writer, J.M. DeMatteis. Superman is trapped on an alternate universe where he's seen as evil, and while he's trying to reach the crowd of people, he gets frustrated. He thinks back to his father's words, you don't meet hate with hate. You meet it with compassion. You meet it by being an example of the best of us and inspiring others to do the same. Whenever I feel myself about to get into a heated discussion with someone over something, that phrase pops into my mind. And it's really fitting that when I think of that, I also think of Superman. Thanks for the time, guys. Here's to truth, justice, and a better tomorrow. Jacob Goodhart. Amen, brother. Amen. Amen. Uh, what are your favorite Superman moments? 
two immediately came to mind. One is in All Star Superman. Um, yes, the, I, I, uh, uh, Superman stopping the jumper off yep. the roof. Iconic. Uh, yeah. I think that's one of the greatest single pages of a comic of all time. Um, the other one, and it's weird because it's less so from the comic and more from the episode of uh, Justice League. Um, but it's the, uh, what do you get for the man who has everything? Um, the end end of that, I think that episode plays that ending really, I'm actually getting teary thinking about it. (laughs) That still hits so Plays that episode really perfectly, um, of, of Cal, you know, saying goodbye to his, his, what, everything he wants, you know? Um, I, I think that ending is really, really stellar, uh, 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 yeah, th- those are the first two that came to mind. Jacob? The first two that came to my mind were, as goofy as it is, it's still one of the, still one of the like most potent things I've ever remembered in terms of Superman. Uh, Superman the movie with Christopher Reeves is when him turning the world around after Lois Lane has Hell died. Yeah. In the in the in the in the earthquake and everything like that, that Hell shit yeah. fucked me up as a kid. It just yeah. was so cool that he could do that. That that, yeah. that that was a power that as a kid you were like, oh shit, he could do that, and that works. Holy and to shit. see Superman so upset too, like yeah, I, just, I really that's when he's like his most human, yeah. and he does arguably the dumbest thing ever. Like that no, that's kind but, of an amazing moment. But was it, but the in, the intention? Everyone says it's the dumbest thing, but the intention is one of the most incredible yeah. moments I've ever seen as Superman because he just yeah. he of all the powers that he could do, it was it was it was facing the same thing that happened to his dad when he got a heart yeah. attack in the beginning it, of the movie. Exactly, it, it mirrors that moment. Yeah, exactly. And I was just like, oh shit. Uh, you are here for a reason, and it's not to it, throw footballs. I'll tell you that much. Oh my god, <laughs> you're making me cry right now. It's all those oh, moments, man. and I should have just said Superman in the first movie because it's oh, all yeah, those moments. Superman it's, just. It's, I like him very much, right? Lois. And oh, much. I've got, got you. It's like you've got me. Who, who's, who's got, got you? you? Who's got you? <laughs> <laughs> Which is one of the greatest <laughs> moments in cinema. Like. <laughs> Yeah, it's me, it, Lex Luthor, greatest criminal mind of the greatest of criminal time. mind of our time. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. so good. Uh, but the, the other perfect. thing, the other thing is like what my first in my actual first like um, intro into Superman was Superman the animated series when it was mm. actually coming out. Yeah. It yeah. was it's it was it made me love superheroes. That was the that was the show that got me into like oh. Uh, batman's in this and i don't know that and i i didn't i was scared of batman by the way as a kid i was like i was actually terrified Uh, so like so i grew to like uh like to be not afraid superman gave me the courage to like explore other shows and face my fears and the biggest challenge that i remember from that show for me is near the end of the series um where um superman has been brainwashed by dark side and is uh, yes. has this battle and everything like that but in the end uh dark side kills dan turpin, dan turpin. and yeah. and yeah. and from that moment just flies oh, up from that frustration dude. and starts beating up that apocalypse tank so yeah. much that you could feel it all the way across the world and i that that yeah it was those two superman moments that really like solidified my hell love yeah. of that character hell um, yeah because because like what do you do with all that power when like something like that happens like how what is that frustration 
It's, oh, Jacob, are you saying no one man should have all that power? Clock's ticking, oh. just count the hours? Oh, we're not <laughs> bringing him up. We're not talking what about is, him. Is this, this a trailer for a movie with superpowers in the time period of 2011 through 2020? <laughs> all, yes, all of them to have that fucking... <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I love, I love all of those. Movies. Like literally, you could just say Superman the movie, and just like you could literally every just moment. say Superman the movie. Yeah, yeah. Per- every still the perfect movie. Superman movie. Um, yeah, honestly, yeah. Oh fuck, for Superman me, when he like, himself to Lois. Fuck the, the stuff. Oh my like, god, the stuff that always comes to mind, and the first thing that literally came to mind, and maybe it's because I read it recently. Uh, last year, I did a. Maybe it was earlier this year. I can't remember. Time just blends together now. Um, yeah. Superman Kryptonite. Great story. You, you mentioned Great Darwin story. Cook. This is, I had never read this before. It teams up Darwin Cook and Tim Sale. Mm-hmm. And Ooh. I, it's the story of Superman encountering Kryptonite for the first time. For the first time. Yeah. And what? him going through this idea of like, I thought I was indestructible. And yeah. now I know that I have I a weakness. Can, I have a weakness. I can die. I can be killed. And there are two moments from this book specifically that fuck me up and will always fuck me up. Um, the first time that he encounters Kryptonite, he's ambushed by um, a bunch of goons. By some goons. Goons. Uh, who oh, are utilizing the Kryptonite to weaken him. And there's a moment where he stands he's like getting beaten down by all of these goons and he stands up and we get the fucking classic, like almost Jack Kirby esque. Like he puts the Dukes up and he's still fighting, even though he's weakened. Yeah, and then cool. maybe the, one of my favorite endings to a Superman comic ever. Hell yeah. Um, him just, so he's, um, he has this monologue after everything's happened. He says, um, mother, father, ma, and pa, the five of us take a moment to settle in together. I've just one more weakness to face tonight because he's been trying to get closer to Lois, but he's been keeping her at arm's length. And the, the whole theme of the story is vulnerability and him allowing himself to be vulnerable. So he says, most people would make a deal with the devil to be indestructible, to know they can't be hurt. Chalk it up to my own neurosis, but to know I'm mortal? To know I have a weakness? Well, it's a relief. It's given me a more genuine connection to the people I care about. Call it the humility of mortality. Lois answers the door as he knocks on, not as Superman, but as Clark. He says, hey, I know it's been a rough couple of days and I thought maybe you could use some company. He says, they say I can change the course of mighty rivers. I can bend steel in my bare hands, but this... This is going to be tough. And Lois takes him up on the offer, and then they go walking down the street, and he says, say what you will about weaknesses. They're what make me human. I fucking love this book. It's so The book good. is amazing. It's I literally amazing. just re-downloaded it right now because I haven't read that in, like, years, and Bro, I really want to fucking reread that now. I fucking love it. And it's combining... Yeah, that book rules. It's combining two of my favorite creators of all time, Darwin Cook yeah. and Tim Sale. And it is fucking, it's a fucking masterpiece. It's so good. That might be the last mainstream thing that Darwin wrote. Because really? afterwards, then he went on yeah, to do the Parker true. books. So I think that might yeah. be the last mainstream thing that he wrote. What a um, fucking masterclass. Darwin yeah. Cook is always going to be my favorite comic creator. 
So no, I miss him so much. Yeah. May, right, right there with you, man. I miss I him so much. Every day. I miss it. I read, uh, I reread DC New Frontier every year on his birthday. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. That's a perfect book. And I might Jacob honestly... Goodhart, congratulations for getting that final. Yeah. I'm very excited yeah. for it. I think, I think you're gonna it love is a it. perfect book. You're going to love it for sure. It's a beautiful book. And yeah. you know what, Jacob? I think I might make this my my Darwin Cook birthday read as well as yeah. Tim Sale's birthday mm. read. Hell yeah. Tim Sale also. Hell yeah. Right. Yeah. We we don't have either of them. Oh, that's now. right. We don't oh. have either Tim of them. Passed oh, holy year. shit. Last year. I didn't right. Know that, that was oh, that was right. the re- that's right. That was the reason oh. that I covered this. Yeah. Was it was right. right after he died. It was right after. I had oh never God. read this before. Yeah, um, that's right. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Two fucking icons. Fucking that, that, that is that is quite something. That is quite the book. And such a yeah. new book, too. That's yeah. another thing. Oh man. For me, yeah. Wow. So, uh, Jacob, thank you for writing in. Um, Thanks, and, man. And feel free, yeah. listeners, feel free to share with us your favorite Superman moments. Please um, let us yeah, know. Please, please. Re- reach Next out to week us on we'll Twitter. do a section on that. For yeah, sure. would love that. I'll, I'll, I would love to. I'll yeah. put I'll Absolutely. put that up on Twitter. Send send us your uh, your favorite Superman moment at Geeksplained Pod at Geeksplained Pod on Twitter, and we'll read them out next yeah. uh, next week. Because mm-hmm. we we all love Superman, and sure, yeah. I think that's something that this world needs more of is love for Superman. Agreed. <laughs> because I think if everybody on this planet loved Superman, maybe the planet wouldn't be as shitty as it is. So Malcolm, I've been saying that since I was fucking five years old. Yeah. Yeah. That was a very articulate <laughs> five-year-old, Jacob. Yeah. Also very no, sweary yeah. five-year-old. No, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I had par- I had I had eighties parents that were into metal rock like in the eighties. Like seriously. Hell yeah. I, we didn't give a shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> Our next email comes from good brother Adam Stringfellow. Adam Stringfellow. Stringerfellow. He writes what? He writes <laughs> no, what? I, what I, instead of like Forcers. instead of like Stringer Bell. I guess. Yeah. Instead of Stringer <laughs> Bell from the wire, it's Stringerfellow. I'll string your fellow. And let me know if you hate it. He writes, hope y'all are doing well this week. I do have some news to share with y'all that I've been meaning to tell for some time that I now feel comfortable enough with sharing with y'all. Michael is no longer my boyfriend. He's my fiance. (laughs) He proposed to me while he was visiting. And of course I said, yes. And that's the main Ah, reason why I'm moving back to the UK with him come next year. We're keeping the news on the DL for now till we get. Oh, I don't. Were oh. we not supposed to read that? Whoops. Oh. Whoops. <laughs> well, oh, everyone shit. knows. Congratulations. Oh, everyone knows. Oh, shit. Congratulations. Congratulations. Congratulations, dude. Oh my God! Congrats. Uh, he we, writes. We're keeping we the news on the DL for Wait, now I mean till. <laughs> till we get the actual rings. But I just thought I'd share the excellent news with y'all. Thank you for sharing that with us. Hell yeah. Thank you and congratulations. So oh my God, that rules. Yes. Uh, he writes, for my question this week, as we enter Batman Incorporated, I want to ask the three of y'all this. What do you think of the concept of Batman Incorporated? Personally, I don't like it. Or specifically, I like the concept of it more than I like the execution of it. Let me explain. I like the idea of Batman and the Bat family expanding their operations and training potential crime fighters around the globe. Someone like Batman could inspire copycats and imitators for the better part of at least 20 years in the main timeline. So it makes sense that he and the Bat fam would train them to be able to carry on the Batman legacy globally. However, I'm not a fan of Bruce publicly admitting that he's been funding Batman for 
or years for a number of reasons. One, it feels like it kind of lessens the mystique and purpose of Batman. I'm sure it's public knowledge that Batman is just a guy, but what works for Bruce is that he's spent years building up Batman as an almost mythic figure. No one knows where Batman came from, only that he's always in the shadows ready to strike at any and all acts of violence and evil. With Bruce saying he funds Batman, it kind of makes Batman look like some regular asshole that's only effective because he's getting financed by some rich white guy. It makes Batman seem like he has a boss that he has to report to and whatnot. Secondly, and this is my main problem, it makes Bruce be the whole billionaire... Oh, it makes Bruce be the white billionaire that's funding his own private army with no regard for the legalities of other countries and their borders, and sending his own private army into countries and essentially acting as secret police in those areas. You see how it kind of makes both Bruce and Batman kind of sus in that aspect? I don't know. What do y'all think? I do y'all like the idea of Batman Incorporated? And if so, what ways could I view it as a positive in Batman's career? And if y'all aren't fans of it, how would you improve the concept of Batman Incorporated? Would love to hear y'all's thoughts and opinions on this, and I'll catch y'all next week. All the best and much more. Adam. Honestly, I don't mind the idea. I think it's something that we've seen in practice in other ways. Um, extensions of, you know, like we've got Justice League, JLI, JL Europe, uh, Avengers having West Coast Avengers and Avengers United, they stand. And, <laughs> and just all of, all of the extensions, I feel like it's a concept that's worth looking into. I do think that it takes a little bit of the mystique away, but... I don't know. I I I like the concept of it. I'll, I'll, I'll I mean, we'll have to see how it goes in practice, but I I like the idea of it. What do you guys think, Jacob? Uh, you know, I I like. Okay, so I, I I remember reading Incorporated, but I don't remember what happens. So I do remember the fact that um, I do like the fact that Bruce is just Iron Man back in the old school days where he's just pretty much just saying, <laughs> my, bodyguard. my bodyguard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and just like, I'm funding all the bodyguards from Batman basically. And, you know, I think that's kind of funny that it's like, it's like that, but then, but also at the same time, him declaring that, that that's the bad side in terms of the way I see it. It's just like him just pretty much just being Iron Man in this sense. But, but also I liked what in the other aspect, the other hand is, we get uh, stories like um, like absence, you know, from yeah. this story, like in, in terms of this character, and also Batwing is uh, is one of my. I'm I'm gonna honestly, I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna reread Batwing because we're getting into this because I remember reading that with Incorporated, so I needed to like like confess something that 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 was one of the best things about out of this was just like more Bat people and family that you can get into that were in that were associated with incorporated so i think it's kind of cool that you you get uh, the more bat chances like the way you know spider-man and in the, the spider-verse like offers offers opportunities for more spider men that you can like get into and stuff like that you know for sure i think it's cool malcolm i think there's two aspects to this on the batman side of things i love the idea of batman incorporated Mm -hmm. because Batman is absolutely a control freak and would think that the only way to make his mission more effective is to have a Batman in every place. I think we've all seen that Batman is not as effective as he could be. It's true. Look at yeah. Gotham City. Gotham City is still a shithole. Yeah. <laughs> but he's going around saying, no, I'm reinvigorated. You know, I got I got to have a Batman in every city. Every yeah, city see. should use a Batman, which is hilarious. That is a very Batman thought. Of course. On the Bruce Wayne end of things and the funding of it, I love that because that is exactly <laughs> the kind of person who could get away with doing that. 
and it not being quote problematic, even though it is very problematic. Indeed. And I think that if there was more yeah. time to get into that before the new 52 and all of that, I think that that's where Gmo would have gone with a lot of this stuff would, would be like talking about how weird of a concept it is and how broken of a concept that is. <laughs> it's kind of crazy <laughs> that, you know, this billionaire has his own secret military force basically yeah. <laughs> and it's crime fighting like people who don't answer to any laws that's insane for sure that's yeah. a crazy fucking thing and i wish that there was more time to actually go into that i a bummer that i feel about batman incorporated being a concept again in the comics is that okay but we we really need to get into that stuff it's kind of problematic that like batman incorporated exists like it's it's not good uh it could be still be the club of heroes that's fine you know because sure. then it's like a justice league thing but to put yourself under the label of batman is a very specific very american thing yeah and that's yeah interesting. yeah that's yeah. very interesting that all of these international heroes are putting themselves under the label of batman even the people yeah. who you know in the club of heroes who pattern themselves after batman never said you know oh i'm basing myself off that like they were just their own thing you know even right. down to like yeah. mana bats you know, it's kind of crazy that they're all team Batman specifically. That's yeah. a weird mm. thing. We should be getting into that. For sure. Yeah. And because nuts. this is a Stringfellow joint, he does have a PS where he writes, Hot Take of the Week. While I love the Batman Incorporated Batsuit, my favorite Batsuit for Bruce is hands down his Rebirth Batsuit and the Batsuit that you start out with Ark within Arkham Knight, basically an improved Arkham City suit. Combine both of them and you have the perfect Batsuit in my opinion. I agree. I think that Rebirth Batsuit is perfect. Personally. Yeah, I would agree with um, that. We are Does it have purple gloves? Here. It, the, the Rebirth suit has the purple inside the cape. Inside purple cape. Inside purple cape. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Black cape with the purple on the inside. Oh, yeah. Chef's kiss. As long as Chef's it has purple. Yeah. Yellow outline on yeah. the bat logo on his yep. chest. Oh, yeah. That's oh, pretty good. Man. Okay. So fucking perfect. Good. Yeah. Um, so we are going to wrap this up. Our last yeah. email comes from Dylan Hall. And I waited to put you at the end because I've got a bone to pick with you. Um, <laughs> Dylan writes, Hey everyone, I'm loving the task force Z love excited that it seems like the whole book club crew will be joining in for geek Tober. I hope y'all love it even half as much as I do. I will be on the episode of Aster if the book club does a live stream discussion on Patreon, whatever. I don't know. Maybe we'll set up a Patreon at some point. Uh, I had just read the Red Hood issues of Batman and Robin and was thrilled you were doing them on the podcast because I wanted to hear your takes on Jason's thrown together costume, which should be revisited in at least an action figure form. Malcolm, yes. right. It made right. the peak Red Hood design. Fashion icon of the week in my book. Goddamn right. Yeah. <laughs> I would say either that or... Um, or, or the absence yeah yep. the, the absence, absence is yeah. serving she is serving she is. this whole book <laughs> i also wanted to ask malcolm if he'd read zadarsky's batman the knight it will give him the ghost maker character work he's been wanting without a doubt the way zadarsky weaves together old and new additions to bruce's training years but never loses any of the gut punching character work is amazing plus the art by carmine de Gian oh every time you can do it you can do it carmine de john domenico there you go stellar uh, I'll keep this one short this week. I appreciate you entertaining my long emails these past episodes by ending with my question. What would be your go-to weird, wacky team? It can be old or new or something y'all come up with together. A classic monster uh, squad like Creature Commandos, Zombie Suicide ooh. Squad, the Doom Patrol, an island of misfit Bat Fam, including Scarlet oh, and Gotham man. Girl. Keep up the amazing work, Dylan. Um, my favorite go-to weird team is always going to be Kooky Quartet. Uh, that is my favorite Avengers oh, team. Yeah. If I could write one Avenger story, it would be Kooky Quartet Avengers. 
So rapid fire, favorite uh, weird or kooky wacky team. No. Fuck, I have I have no idea. Uh, maybe the defenders. Nice, nice. Like the OG defenders, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Hulk, Valkyrie, Silver Surfer, Namor, Doctor yeah. Strange. Oh. Yeah, Doctor Strange. Yeah, Jacob. Uh, there is, fuck. There is a. There's a group versus the Blue Beetle, like Ted Cord Blue Beetle, like um, a bunch of. Uh, there, there are a bunch of 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 like patched. Uh, patch wearing uh, uh, um, clowns that kind of like fuck them up a little bit. It, it was it's like a crazy quilt like group or something like that. It's something very obscure, but it was like something I I, I honestly thought they were really funny. Just thought that 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 the, it was like a multiplicity kind of group that just nice. like that kind of like uh, cool. intimidate him and everything like that. But they dress like the creeper and, uh, and, and like patchwork, uh, like quilts, uh, like get up and everything like that. I, I don't cool. know why I can't, it was that or doom patrol. I'll, I'll even I, like make I that simple. You can't, you can't I, go wrong with doom patrol. Doom patrol can't go wrong. Yeah. I'm, but also, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm really loving doom patrol. Enforcers. Oh uh, yeah. Enforcers. Uh, that's, that's the best wacky team. But the reason I wanted yeah. to bring Dylan in at the end was because we got a five-star review on, Apple Podcasts. Five star review alert. Five star review alert. I read the first half of Dylan's review earlier this week on the Wednesday show. But what I didn't mention on Wednesday was that there was a second half of the review that he wrote that I'm going to read now in front of you folks. So... Dylan, should I just read the whole review? I think you should read the whole review. Okay, all right. So this comes from... I haven't finished this week's episode yet. (laughs) This comes from (laughs) Director Hall. Um, Very nice, Dylan. Uh, (laughs) He he writes, The best comics podcast? Probably. If you haven't listened to this show, you should. It it is a great intro to comics, their worlds, their creators, and the the behind-the-scenes of why and how comic stories are told the way they are. Eric and his co-hosts for the book club have unique and personal insights and funny tangents that are sometimes just as interesting, if not more so, than the topic being covered that week. It's also a very positive show, so if you're already a fan of comics and are looking for an outlet to share that love, you're in the right place. To Eric, this is the part that I did not read on Wednesday. I know you read five-star reviews on the pod. You may want to save this next bit for the Friday show. And he writes, This is me, Nilan Dahl. No relation to anyone else who has recommended Task Force Z on the pod before. Making it at least three people who have recommended and meaning you are now obligated to read it during Geektober 2023. (laughs) To make this legally binding, please read the following on air with witnesses on the call. I, Eric Azana, of Sound, Mind, and Body, promised to read Task Force Z during Geektober 2023. Following this, I also promised to watch... Uh, uh, oh. Go on. Say it. <sighs> Say it! <laughs> Following this, I also promised to watch each and every single episode of my favorite DC-produced product ever, Gotham Knights on the CW. <laughs> as part of this oh promise God. i will spend at least three three hours per episode 
I will spend yeah. at least three hours per episode of the show f- discussing how much I love it. I have not a single criticism for God's gift to DC fans. I think yeah. it is. Oh, no. I'm not reading. I'm not reading this. <laughs> this isn't oh really God. legally binding. As your lawyer, this isn't really legally binding. Read the rest I, of it. I want to hear that. I think it is better than the entirety of Mark Waid's contributions to DC Comics, and you can quote me on the season one box set with. <laughs> Dylan, Dylan, you killing it! Oh man! Wow! Damn! Dylan Doll, whoever you are, you and I are enemies for life now. Damn, Dylan Doll, you better watch out. Eric's gonna make you say your name backwards and banish you back to the fifth dimension. I will. (laughs) Dylan Doll is my mixes pitalic. I did not know I had an enemy like this until. I found oh my out. god! I fucked around. Oh shit! Out. You fucked around. Oh man! You so you poke the bear and get ready. But yes, oh, no. again, if you want to give us five star no. ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts, I will be forced to read every word of your review. Like Eric's gonna go throw up right now. Like that well, was I'm really gonna, gonna go that was some up. real shit. But before I do, <laughs> let's wrap things up here. Uh, that does it for this week. Thank you to everyone who wrote in. If you want to be part of the Geeksplained Book Club mailbag, send your emails to geeksplained at gmail.com. Put Bat Club mailbag in the subject header, and we will read it here on the Friday show. And that wraps up Batman and Robin. We are now making our way next week to Batman. Making our way to Batman Incorporated. So next week is going to be the entirety of pre-New 52 Batman Incorporated. That sounds like a lot. It's not. We are getting Batman Incorporated issues one through eight, as well as the one-shot Batman Incorporated Leviathan Strikes. Uh, And the synopsis goes like this. Bruce Wayne publicly announces that he is the financial backer of Batman and establishes a worldwide franchise of Batman that will protect the entire globe. This is the beginning of a stunning direction for the world's greatest detective that will team him with Catwoman, Batwoman, and Batman on international crime-fighting missions against villains like Lord Deathman in Japan, Argentina, and other parts of South America. So yeah, Batman's going worldwide next week, so look forward to that. It's going to be a great, great time. Again, Batman Incorporated, issues 1 through 8, as well as Batman Incorporated, Leviathan Strikes! So uh, look forward to that next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Be there or be square, not a circle. But for this week, for the Geek Explained Book Club, I've been Eric Azana. I was Malcolm Russell Nelson. And I was and continue to be Jacob Brown. And we will see you next time. I am your Red Hood of Gotham.